are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Colossians 1:27, it says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. In this powerful Resurrection Sunday message, Reverend Lindsay preaches the message, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you is your value. This causes mountains to move and demons to flee. Without Christ, we have no hope in glory. We have no hope in eternity with God. So let us open up our hearts to our Redeemer and Savior. Christ is knocking at the door. Will you open it? Be blessed. for choosing me mm-hmm. Jesus my savior Jesus my teacher Ooh. Jesus my savior Jesus my shepherd oh. I am so grateful Lord thanks for reaching saving Jesus my Savior thanks for choosing me when you found me Lord I was so 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 far away but you reached out to save me I couldn't believe you wanted me with you Jesus, oh. Jesus, my teacher. Mm. Oh. 
Jesus, my shepherd. Oh, I am so grateful, Lord. Thank you. Thanks for saving. Thanks for choosing me. That Savior. Mm. Oh, thank you for saving me, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Jesus, my Savior. Jesus, my shepherd, yeah, yeah. I'm so grateful, Lord. Thanks for saving. Thanks for choosing me. I know it was hard to reach me. I almost slipped out of your hand. But you held me on so tight And now I'm yours forever and forever more oh, 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 oh. Jesus, my Savior Jesus, my teacher He is my teacher Jesus, my Savior mm -hmm. Jesus, my shepherd You are my shepherd I'm so grateful, Lord. Thank you. Oh, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. Oh, Jesus, my Savior, thanks for choosing me. Lord, I love you, Lord. Choosing me, Lord, I was so so far away, but you came to search for me. You died for me, and you took me out of the Mary clay, and you put me on the rock to prosper, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for choosing me. For calling me, Lord, thank you for choosing me. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Wow! Give it up again for Sister Victoria. Wow! Now it's time for the most important part of the service. Hallelujah. This is Resurrection Sunday. Someone say amen. He is risen. That means that all of our dead situations, everything, we can turn over to Jesus Christ himself, and we also have the victory. So today, without further ado, I want you to receive this message of hope. It's not by circumstance that you were brought here today. Yes. Please be on your feet right now. And please welcome the man of God that God has ordained for us today, Woo! Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. Woo!
Now put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Shake yourself, somebody. Shake, 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 shake. Jesus rose from the dead for you. Now you are alive. Shake yourself, shake yourself. And make a confession. What is the first thing you want to do? What is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? I get up and I say thank you, Lord. That's the first thing. Thank you, Lord. For all the things you've done for me. Has He done anything for you? By my bedside, and I worship, I worship your majesty. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now lift up your hands and behave like somebody who just believed in the song that was sung. That the first thing you would like to do is to lift up your hands and to say, Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. And today in particular, we remember his death on the cross that led to the resurrection which is signified today. Tell somebody resurrection power through Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. We thank you. We give you glory. We welcome your presence and your power and your anointing holy spirit host us once again evict every demonic oppression every demonic presence and let the power of christ rule and reign in jesus christ's mighty name and all the saints shall say amen clap for the lord jesus you may please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody you are welcome to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Well, today is Resurrection Sunday. Every dead aspect of your life, may the Lord give it life in Jesus' name. Every dead project, may the Lord resurrect it in Jesus' name. Everything that is dying in your body, may God bring resurrection. Everyone whose life is dwindling and it's like you are withering, may the Lord give you new life in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. Today, I want to share with you something very short, something very important. Hallelujah. And, um, and I want to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, from verse number 23. In fact, let's start with Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 27. The Bible says, To whom? God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Somebody say hope. hope. 
Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Bible says that when God was making known what is the riches of his glory, the riches of his glory, you know, you can have two stones that shine the same way, but they will be different. You know, and so everybody who wears a golden ring that is wearing gold, some is brass, some is just iron, some any form of metal, you know. So the quality is actually made or determined by what is inside of that ring. The quality. And the, 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 therefore, you will see that the quality, God says that when he wants to make known the riches of his glory. How rich is that? Some, everybody says glory, but what is the value? What is the value? Everybody is wearing a ring. What is the value? What is that ring made of? What is inside of that ring? And the Bible says, God says, when he wants to show off his greatness, how rich he is in making somebody beautiful, making somebody dignified. It is a mystery because you may not understand it because your standards may be different. Your standard may not be the same, but when he wants to put value on somebody to show the riches of his glory, he does it through Christ in you, which is the hope of glory. Clap for Jesus. In other words, when God wants to put value inside a human being, he puts the spirit of Christ. Wow. Satan knew that. Therefore, when God created man and Satan wanted to devalue, degrade human being, he degraded the spirit that is inside of man. The Bible says in Galatians, watch this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So is Christ Jesus sitting inside of you, a human being? Did you swallow a human being like you swallowed food and Christ came to sit? When Jesus died, did was he broken into pieces to give to Christians to eat up? so that he will settle inside our stomach so we will be glorious no 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 he said i go that the spirit may come and he will dwell inside of you wow. why christ comes when his spirit dwells inside that gives you hope Amen. i mean genesis chapter 2 and verse 7 when god created mankind bible says god made man out of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. God gave his spirit to man. So mankind was made in a very high, very valuable something, you know, and because of what was inside of him. When I look at Brother Michael and I look at Brother McCoy Jr. here, the difference is what is inside of them. And God knew that, but Satan also knew that. So when Satan just tricked mankind, oh, eat of the fruit. The fruit was not something, just like Christ. You don't just eat Christ in. The fruit was supposed to change the essential grade, value, and nature of mankind. So the spirit of mankind changed completely was corrupted, was destroyed, was defiled, was changed to a very low level. So God says, the day you eat of this fruit, 
you will die, surely die. But Satan said no, because he deceived them into thinking death means you just be paralyzed, the spirit will go. Listen, one of the worst things that can happen to you is not even to die. When you die, the spirit has left. There's no pain. But it's actually to live and a sickness acts inside of you. Or the spirit, something called the spirit of heaviness is given you. It's worse than dying. I'll say it again. The worst thing is not to die. Because when you die, the spirit has left you. Death means the spirit that caused you to live has left. But sometimes you can be alive, but the spirit has changed. Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 61, I believe verse 3, it says it's called the spirit of heaviness, depression, where inside of you everything changes. And so you are not dead, but everything is bleak, hopeless, useless, valueless. You don't feel like eating. You don't feel like going out. You don't feel like talking to people. You don't feel, even feel like living. Yes. God said, when the spirit of man changed, says, what is this that you have done, Adam and Eve? And therefore, when you have the spirit of, of negativity, spirit of depression inside, you are negative about everything. Have you seen a depressed person before? Psychiatrists try to treat by medicines. They give marijuana. They give all kinds of things. It just makes things worse and worse and worse. Until you have been delivered from the spirit of depression. The only end is you will kill yourself. Yeah, most people who kill themselves are depressed. Even a lot of people who carry guns. That is the reason why they check your mental status before they give you guns. They should. Because if the evil spirit enters you and you have a gun, not only will you kill people, you will kill yourself. Most people who kill others have come to the end of their lives. They want to be killed, but they want to take others with them. It's because the spirit has changed. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Wow. Therefore, when God wants to change the essential nature of man, he sent you the spirit of Christ, Amen. the spirit that will never die, Amen. the spirit of holiness, the Amen. spirit of power, wow. the resurrection power spirit. Christ in you, the hope of glory on this resurrection sunday god wants us resurrected god wants us to have new life and it's christ in you the hope of glory ladies and gentlemen when somebody becomes a christian the lord has tried many things to put value in man but he has not succeeded realize that it doesn't work that's why he sent Jesus. He said, the only way I can change man is to born, give birth again. That's why we call it born again. Born again. When somebody is, is fainted and they don't have life, we do resuscitation. We put mouth to mouth. You're trying to give the person a new breath so that he can start breathing again. To resurrect. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So that when Christ is coming in you, he comes with his spirit to change the essential you. Let me tell you something. Mankind has seen that it's not what you wear on the outside. It's not how you look on the outside. It's what is inside of you that matters. That's why some people say, don't mind the body. Mind the engine. 
That's why you go to school to change the essential nature of you. Everything else is useless. Let me tell you, I work in Indianapolis. I work in Indiana. I don't work in Memphis. When I'm working and I'm going there, I carry, they pay me for the value of what is inside of me. Wow. I leave everything that is outside. My car, my house, my clothes are all left here. But I carry myself with what is inside of me. That is a thing that works. That's what they pay for. They don't pay for my car. They don't pay for my house. Everything else is what's inside of me. That is what I carry to my workplace. And when they ask me, I'm a physician. So what I have learned to put inside is what they pay me for. Wow. That is the value that I carry. Everything that you have here will be left here. It is what is inside of you eventually that will go to the maker. Wow. Christ in you, the hope Amen. of glory. I know you go to school to invest in yourself. But after investment, recently I had somebody who just got married, got married on Saturday, dancing on Monday. He was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Three months later, she was dead. Never moved to the husband's house, from the hospital to the grave. For three months, something was brewing inside. In spite of all the beautiful clothes, what is inside of you? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Bible says that we are the temple of the living God. And the spirit of the Lord dwells within us. When we say Christ, we are talking about the Messiah, the Savior. There's only one person in life who has resurrected and lived again. That is Jesus Christ. Therefore, when God says Christ in you, the hope of glory, the first thing he's doing, he's changing and giving inside of you that part, that spirit of Christ that can resurrect again. Resurrection power. Christ in you. That is why we don't fear death. Because we know that we go to our maker because Christ is inside of us. Today I pray that by the time you leave, you will have Christ in you. Amen. And it's not Christ outside of us. It's not Christ in your church. It's not Christ in your pastor. It's not Christ in your spouse. It's not Christ in your best friend. It's not Christ in your mother. It's not Christ in your grandmother. It's Christ in you. Wow. Sometimes there's Christ in the church, but there's no Christ in the church member. Sometimes there's Christ in your pastor, but the church member does not have Christ. Sometimes the church member may have Christ, but the pastor may not. Did you know that it happens? Sometimes grandparents are praying, parents are praying, parents are believers, but their children are worse than witches and wizards. Because Christ is not in them. Christ in you. There was a certain man. Bible says that uh, in 1 John chapter 4 verse 4, you are of God, little children. How do you know you are of God? How do you know you are of God, little children? And have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Clap for the Lord Jesus. It's not enough to clap, but to be sure that that pertains to you. That the greater one is in you. 
I said inside of you, there was this, these guys called the sons of Sceva. In Acts chapter 19, let's read from verse 13. Acts chapter 19. They had a father who was a priest. They had friends who were pastors. They even were acquainted with Peter, with Paul and these guys. And they had seen them. They went to church. They were in church when they saw miracles, signs and wonders. They saw demons cast out. So they decided, wow, this is an exciting thing. We are going to do the same. By the way, they used to be exorcists. The Bible says, give me King James. The Bible says that in Acts chapter 19 from verse 13 to 16, it says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, Jews who were vagabond, vagabond means wandering, moving from place to place, aimless, useless, valueless, just vagabond. Exorcists, they took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirits. Watch this. They decided to go and cast out evil spirits. In the name, no, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now watch this. Saying, we adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. These are people who didn't have the spirit of God, but their pastor had the spirit of God. Their pastor was Pastor Paul. They had interacted with Pastor Paul. They had followed Pastor Paul. They've gone to church and crusades with Pastor Paul. They had come to a swollen Sunday with a lot of people like this. But they did not have the spirit of God. They didn't have Christ. May you leave this place with Christ in you. The hope of glory. So they went and they said, wow, we've gone to church. We heard the word. Church was powerful. The worship was good. Everybody was in white. I love the songs. And so they said, I have power. Because they dressed like the pastor. They took communion wine. They took anointing oil. They carried a cross with them. And they said, we are going to cast out demons. Because we've gone to church. Because I'm a church goer. But look what happened to them. They said, we adjure you. They looked at the demon. We adjure you by the Christ which my pastor, Pastor Paul, preaches. Wow. Then, verse 14, watch what happens. And there were seven sons. These, there were seven sons of one guy called Sceva, a Jew, and a chief of the priests. Their pastor had Christ. Their, their, their father was a priest, chief priest. They were the ones who tried to cast out demons. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not about Christ being in your father. It's not about Christ being in your pastor. It's not about Christ being in your church. It's not about the fact that you went to a crusade and you saw them preaching Christ. It's not the fact that I carry a Bible. But what is inside of you? Just like a friend of mine came to medical school with us, but he didn't qualify. He was not a part. When we qualified, he was following a girlfriend throughout the years. We qualified and were doctors, but he never became a doctor. Because it was not inside of him. And these guys, seven sons, their pastor had anointing, Christ in him. Their father had Christ, chief priest. Look at what happened to them in verse 15. And when they tried to cast out the spirit, and the evil spirit answered and said, Hey, brother Skiva, baby Skiva, Jesus, I know. The evil spirit was saying, Evil spirits know who you are by what is inside of you. You look at everybody. 
don't look at their faces. Ask yourself, who is inside of you? As for this body, it will die here and it will bury it. But what makes you come alive is not your face. It's not your beauty. It's not your academic life. It's not your parents. What is inside of you? What's in your wallet? It's a commercial like that. What's in your wallet? Which, which advert is that? Capital One. This is Jesus One. I said this is Christ One. What's in your wallet? What's in your body? What's inside of you? He said, Jesus, I know. Demons recognize with Jesus. And Paul also, I know. But you, skiza baby. Who are you? Who are you? I know your father. I know your pastor. I know your church. I know the Christ of your church. The Christ. But you, who are you? And you'll be surprised what happened to them. Demons even understand. And then the next word, the evil spirits. The man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, jumped on them like that, and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. They came to cast out demons. The demons cast them out. Wow. Wow. They went naked. Naked and wounded. Ladies and gentlemen, a guy like that who went naked and wounded, the good Samaritan who represents Jesus, he poured oil and blood and restored the guy. Today, any demon that expected you to walk naked and wounded, if you can take on Christ in you, you will never, he will never be able to affect you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. And the demons defined their authority. They told the sons of Sceva why they were being tormented. Why they were being wounded. Many of us are being wounded by demons. Many of us being stripped naked of our dignity, of our jobs, of our relationships, of our lives, of our health, of so many things that the devil strips us. And the only basis is the absence of Christ in us. Yes. Absence of Christ in us. Listen, I had a dream. I'm talking about Christ in you. The hope. The hope. The hope of glory. The hope of beauty. The hope of strength. The hope of a future. The hope of resurrection. The hope of heaven. Christ in us. That's a mystery. That's the thing many in the world are fighting and battling. Unfortunately, apart from Jesus, who resurrected and told us what is happening, not many people go and come back. And so what we have is what the scriptures have written. If I was you, I would make sure that Christ is in me. The hope of glory. The hope of glory. Demons know that. Demons are aware. That is the reason why even beauty pageants, they just look at their beautiful curves, their beautiful clothes. They are, some of them are just half naked because they are showing their body. But now the panelists are wiser. They've realized that it's not enough to look at the curves. Anybody can have curves. You don't pay for it. You were born with them. 
Anybody can borrow clothes. Anybody. You know, when I came here the first time, I borrowed chairs and started a church in our room. They said, return policy, 90 days free return without question. 87 days later, I returned the book, the, the, the chairs. Because I didn't have money to buy chairs. People are there who have a wedding with a wedding gown and return the wedding gown. Did you know that? Yeah. People return. People buy suits for all their men of honor. What's it called? Bridesmen and uh, bridesmen and grooms ladies. Okay, groomsmen and bridesmaids. And they return it. So the panelists have realized it's nothing. Therefore, now, they try to find out what is inside of the beauty pageant. So they interview them. They ask, what is inside of you? They, when you speak, sometimes so beautiful, but they speak and it's air. Empty. What is in your wallet? What's the value? Christ in us. Even demons recognize it. There was a guy called Daniel. Daniel was an excellent guy. He was even a refugee. He was a slave. But there was something so beautiful inside of him. So beautiful. The Bible says that Daniel, this Daniel, everywhere that he went, they wanted him. Even though he was a slave. Even though he was a refugee. Even though he was a bought guy. The Bible says he had an excellent spirit within him. Excellent spirit within him. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 5, verse 13 to 14, a slave, every government wanted him. Three different governments. Like Democrats came, they wanted him. Republicans came, they wanted him. Independent came, they wanted him. What kind of guy is that? It's called favor. What is inside of you? Now, let me read about him. Then, Daniel chapter 5, verse 13, then was Daniel brought in before the king. And the king spake and said unto Daniel, Are you that Daniel? Today, when you walk out of here with Christ, somebody will, Are you that guy? Yeah. Are you that guy? Yeah. There was a time Saul had lost the asses and finally was looking for, saw a man of God, went to the church of a man of God and interacted with the man of God, a prophet. By the time he left, the spirit in him was changed. Bible says Paul was turned into a new man. He was born again and people started wondering, is Saul also among the prophets? Saul. He started prophesying. His speech changed. His value changed from somebody chasing asses. Excuse me if I've offended you with the word ass. I mean donkeys. Clap for Jesus. Say pastor, it's not a bad word. Yes. By the time he left, he was another man. The Bible says he became another man. This Daniel was like that. The Bible says, are you that Daniel? Who art, who, which are of the children of those in captivity of the Judah? Of Judah? He was in captivity, captured, slave, refugee. Whom the king, my father, brought out of the Jews. I have even heard of you that the spirit of God is with you. Oh no, which version was that? The Spirit of God. That the Spirit of God is with you. Amen. New King James. I have heard of you 
that the Spirit of God is inside of you. New King James. The Spirit of God is inside of you. And that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Tony, when the Spirit of Christ is inside of you, Spirit of wisdom comes to you. They looked at Daniel, who they knew nowhere. I'm talking about Christ in you, the hope of glory. This Daniel was different and was chosen to serve in the king's palace just because of the spirit of God inside of him. Today, I, 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 I present to you a new spirit, the spirit of Christ. I want to testify that when I was an unbeliever, my life was different. My speech was different. My background was different. Christ has changed my life. Christ has transformed me. Christ, not the Christ that the Bible has, but I don't have. But the Christ that was transferred into me. Not the Christ that the church has that I didn't have. Because Christ was in the church all along when I was an unbeliever. My problem was I didn't have him inside of me. So I could see the glory in the church, among church members, among pastors, among relatives of mine. But I could not attain to that glory. The only reason was that it was not inside of me. I have a certain mother here. One of the children had sickle cell disease. He could see a lot of people, they would exercise, they would run, he couldn't run. They finished school, but he couldn't finish school. They wanted to marry, but she could not. He could not. Why? Because the blood type that he had was a type that did not allow him. Every little thing he did, he was tired. He was in pain. He was losing blood. Had to be given blood transfusion. That didn't belong him. You can have a lot of transfusion, but if your blood does not produce its own, you will never be okay. The only thing that saved him is they change his bone marrow. Wow. They change the essential source of his blood cells. You can speak tongues. You can speak jargons of the church. You can even sing the songs. Unbelievers also sing songs. But except the engine that produces it is really at peace and settled. Unless Christ is inside of you, you can imitate Christ. You can be like the sons of Sceva. There is no hope of glory. Today I present to you that until Christ settles inside of you, there is no glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It changed my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I used to have a lot of nightmares. I used to have a lot of attacks. I used to have a lot of pain and sorrow. Depression. Because inside me was the corrupted spirit of every man. Every man comes with a corrupted spirit. Until I found Christ. And everything changed. And one day I had in a dream, the Lord told me that I've changed everything inside of you because of Christ. I saw myself in a church, a place where in the church, a ladder connected from here to the top. And the Lord told me, look, all the nightmares and the evil spirit that follow you today, I will end it. And he put my foot on a staircase and ran it upstairs until I saw a man. He looked exactly like the Bible's description of Christ. And he embraced me and he whispered into me, told me I should look back. My life from here will be different. And I looked back and I saw my path of the past all burnt in flames. 
all burning and the demons that followed me, everything I did was erased to zero by fire. And he said, watch me give you a new life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God made me a new man. He didn't make me new only for prayer. But at my workplace, in my relationships, even in my mental ability, my academic work, strength, physical, even my handsomeness grew. Clap for the Lord Jesus. My next major birthday will be 60. But I know I look 17 and a bit by the grace of God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. If I told you this is my beloved, you'll be okay with it. Because I'm just 17 and a bit. Clap for the Christ in us, the hope of glory. You are making faces. Will you even get? Don't bring yourself at all. I'm not even going to propose to you again. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. Demons recognize it. Now, hope. Hope is something that is very important. Hope is an expectation. Wow. Hope is futuristic. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. Anything you hope for, usually faith gets you there. Faith gets you what you hope for. Faith in Christ. Faith brings you hope. Faith brings you, Bible says, the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. And hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you're hoping for something you don't get, it's very painful. But ladies and gentlemen, I can assure you that I've tested many things. Uh, some of us have tested alcohol, tested drugs, tested women and men and all kinds of things. Even some have tried animals. There was no hope. But I give you Jesus. I said, I give you Jesus. Every other thing works on the outside. But even alcohol, which tries to work on the inside, is temporary. Drugs, temporary, and leaves you destroyed. But Christ, when he comes into you, he gives you the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of love, the fruit of peace, the fruit of faithfulness, kindness, gentleness, all these. The Bible says, against such, there is no law. One time I went to a place and my friend and others they were interviewing for a job and the guy who was an unbeliever looked at everybody and then realized my friend Coste was actually a Christian. You know what he said? He said, one thing that's different amongst all of you are a Christian. You're even a pastor. I'll choose you. We asked the guy, why? He said, because Christ is inside of him. And I've gotten many people. Some of the people that go to places and they behave, I'm a Christian, but their behavior stinks. They don't have Christ. But this man, his lifestyle showed Christ changes us radically. Amen. Hope of glory. There were these mice. You know, there was an experiment where the mice were put on into water and darkness. They put a bucket of water and closed it dark. Within just a few minutes, they all drowned and died. Then they tried another one. Same bucket, same water level, same types of mice from the same mother. But this time, they put some holes 
inside and put it where the sun's rays were showing him. You know what? The same mice that died within minutes, they swam on the face surface of the water for days. Why? What was the difference? Hope. They could see the light and therefore they had hope. Clap for Jesus. May Christ give us hope to live. Glory, also known as beauty, dignity, honor, niceness, brightness, splendor, magnificence, excellence. These are all beautiful things that are associated when you have glory. Glory means you shine. Jesus wants you to shine. Today I present Jesus who wants you to shine. Why is Christ a hope of glory? Number one, because Christ is the power of God. Christ is the power of God. First First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 23 and 24. Bible says, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block to the Greeks foolishness but to those who are called both the Jews and the Greeks Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God put your hands together for Jesus Christ is power Christ is power Bible says these signs shall follow them who believe believe in Christ in my name they shall speak with tongues they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover these guys, the sons of Sceva, they knew that there was power in Christ. They wanted to exercise the power, but they had not exercised the Christ. They just saw there's some Christ. And so even what they said, I adjure you by the Christ whom Paul preaches, not by the Christ that is inside of me. Yeah. One time I laid my hands on a sickle cell disease patient, female, who was crying I'm dejected. He says, I have lived this life of futility. I've never finished school. I've, I'm not getting in a relationship. Every job that I do, because of absences, I am having all crisis. Therefore, I have to be admitted to hospital all the time. I am tired of my life. Why am I a Christian and suffering like this? I got angry with the spirit of torment and I lay my hands I said, you foul spirit of crisis. Let this be your last time. The lady was very shaken. But I was speaking to the demon. I knew that Christ was inside of me. And Jesus is the power of God. And so I spoke by the power of God. That was the last time that the person had crisis. Clap for the Lord Jesus. As I speak, the person is married, has finished school, has children, and is working as a beautiful nurse. Yes, and he's an administrator, a nurse of nurses. Wow. Christ inside of you is power. Yes. Yeah. The same power that was inside of me caused all the nightmares to go away. Many of us as Christians, we are Christians only because we go to church. But we are not Christians as if Christ lives inside of us and with us. A Christian that decides... Christianity in private and in public, Christianity, whoever is there, that person will really have the power of God. Many Christians disgrace Christianity as if there's no power. Like these sons of Sceva, they had no Christ inside of them. Although their father was a chief priest, their pastor was an anointed Paul, they 
refused to have anything to do with Christ. They wanted the power, but they didn't want the Christ of the power. Today, my question to you is, why are you here? Is it because of your nice dress? Is it because of this nice pastor? Is it because of a nice church? Or is it because it's Easter? Come on. Easter is about resurrection power. Decide to have the power of Christ. Bible says, even when you are praying in Matthew chapter 6, go into your closet and when you've entered your closet, the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. Bible says there are Christians who, who, who uh, 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 love whatever, but they deny the power of God. They have a form of godliness. But they deny the power of God. Many Christians are like that. They have a form of godliness, a church kind of going, but they deny the power, the power of holiness. And therefore, Christianity looks weak. Today, you become strong. Because Christ inside of us, the hope of glory. Look at Joseph. Joseph had brothers, 11 of them. All of them were corrupt. All of them just behaved funny. They lied to their father. They even pretended David was, uh, Joseph was killed and lied to their father. But Joseph stayed true to God. He believed it. How do you know that Christ is inside of you? Anybody who believes that everywhere you are, Christ is there, you have Christ inside of you. Everywhere you go. Bible says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That person will be saying, and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. You treat God as your umbrella everywhere you go. He will be, he will be there. And you decide, you know, one day a certain nurse went to my room with me. Actually, I invited her. Because I had done night call and I was tired. And she said she was hungry. I said, come and eat in my room. Okay. Could I bought McDonald's somewhere. I was, I was a student. A medical student who was doing a call. And the nurse was so nice that we got into chatting instead of working. By the time we realized she was in my room. Yeah. And I was a Christian. And... As she finished eating and drinking and all, foolishly, she also removed her clothes because I said so. And I tell you, as I was about to lay hands, <laughs> I felt the Spirit of God tell me, are you really going to do this? Are you really going to grieve are you not, don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost and that Christ dwells inside of you? With those words, I just pulled up, not my clothes, her clothes. I don't like the way you're thinking. <laughs> that was the last time I saw the lady. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that thing was a test whether I wanted Christ to stay or to leave. Christ in me has been the hope of glory. Clap for Jesus. From that day till now, my life has taken a turn. I look different from my friends, different from my colleagues, different from my family members. Christ in me has brought me hope.
of glory. Anybody that acknowledges today Christ and lives with Christ and practically lives. He said in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Anybody that will open me, I will come in. And when I come in, I will sup with him and he with me. The new birth is the coming in of the Lord to the door you open. Christ in us. He comes to redeem. He comes to be your righteousness. He comes to pay back what he's doing, what the devil did in exchanging your spirit, the spirit that God gave you for a corrupt spirit. Jesus wants to restore. We were never supposed to struggle. We were supposed to live a garden life. Adam and Eve were supposed to be in the garden, the hope of glory. Name the animals. Get a job that I will give you. Interact with God. God will come to them in the cool of the day. That's how Christianity is supposed to be. When you are really now have Christ inside of you, you should live with God. You should live with Christ. You should have an intimate relationship and the garden will form. God put his spirit inside of them and set them in his garden. The hope of glory. But not many people want to do that. Christianity has been cheapened. Christianity has been lived without Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus said, I am coming back. I stand at your door and I'm knocking. Hear that knock. Hear the knock. Brother Michael, standing at the door of your heart, he's knocking. He wants to come in. Christ in us is the hope of glory. His power. He's coming to redeem. To redeem is to buy back. The word redemption is to buy back. On this resurrection Sunday, Christ had died three days ago. Friday was the first day, Saturday, second day, Sunday, third day. He resurrected. And he's waiting to come in. Many of us have shut him out. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Today, if you shall hear him knocking on the door, don't harden your heart. Open. Open. Don't make Christianity about church. Church is just a place for you to exercise and to drink in more of Christ. But real Christianity starts when we live here. Christ in us. The hope of glory. And many people don't want to do that. You know what redemption is? To buy back what was lost. Buy back. One day. Someone say one day. One day. A certain rich man had a lot of slaves. Yeah. Slaves. Slave master. And then somebody came and then took a few of the ladies and was more treating them. And there was a young lady, very brilliant, very intelligent. Now, the man was hiring out the slaves. So hired out the slaves for people. And this girl was hired out to another rich man who molested her. Sleeps with her. The man's children sleep with her. The man's friends. When the friends come, after eating dinner, oh, let me give you dessert. And that was the lady's body. So the lady became very bitter. And one day, this rich man who sold the slaves, hired out the slaves, got born again. So he decided to release all the slaves. Yeah, true story. And you know, because he had rented out some of the girls from other rich men to use for a season, maybe two years, and bring back, 
he felt guilty. I've released all the slaves. What about the ones that have been hired? So you know what she did? You know what he did? He went to all of them one by one and says, I'm paying you back. Give me back my slaves. Okay, you rented them for two years. It's 16 months more. But get the money and give me back my slave. He was buying them back. Redemption means to buy back. So, this intelligent girl, after the man paid the money, and then they released the girl, said, come, we are giving you, somebody has paid for you. And then the girl came out of the bedroom, having just finished with three men, in his bitterness, came and saw this rich man. This rich man, I'm talking about Christ in you, Christ the Redeemer. This rich man was standing there, and then he gave the money to the people he had rented to, the rich man. And then they released the girl to the rich man. As the girl was coming to the rich man and so, the man opened his arms to embrace her just to show that he's sorry for what he did to her. You know what the girl did? The girl came to the front of the man, said you hugged him and spat right in the man's face. Said I hate you with all passion. The girl didn't know what was going on. But when he saw the man, he remembered, or she remembered all her pain. Spat in front of the man's face. They didn't know that the man was paying for her release. Immediately finished spitting. The man who was hugging continued to hug and held the hand and said, and then the girl said, you are hugging me. You know what I've suffered here. You're going to do the same thing to me. The man said, no. He said, I know you. That's what you're going to do. Then the man paid the money and told the girl, you can go. The girl couldn't go. She said, I could go. You're tricking me or what? He said, no, you can go. He said, how? He said, I paid for your release. The girl could not believe it. And then the people, all the, said, it's true. From today, you don't have to stay in this house. Go back to your home. Then the man said, I've actually arranged a ride for you. Anywhere you want to go, that driver will take you, including some sum of money to give you reparation for all that I've done. Wow. The, true story, the girl could not believe it. Then she broke down. You really are doing this? You have no ill motives? No. I have no ill motives. You want me to leave now? Yes. And he said, just to confirm, I've discovered your parents. Your parents are inside here in the car that I've rented. Go. The girl decided, broke down, hugged the man, said, I'm sorry I spat in front of you. I spat in your face. I knew you to be a bad man. This, this. Many of us, that's what Jesus is doing. Buying us back. But we spit in his face. We come to the house of God. We look all nice. But by our activity, we spit right in the face of the Christ who is redeeming us. He wants to sit inside. The reason why most Christians don't change is that one time Christ is in, another time he's pushed out. So he cannot even change us. Christ is the redeemer. He's paid back. His spirit is inside of us. If we can allow him continually, continually, Christ in us will show us the glory. May your life become a light because of the presence of Christ inside of you. Yeah! If you see a marriage where two Christians are real, it's like heaven. If you have a child who's truly born again, it's like you have an angel for a daughter, an angel for a son. If you have, I tell you, a pastor who cares about Christ, 
it's like Apostle Paul is your one who's your pastor. If you have a Christian church member who really loves Jesus, you will see the glory of the Lord start shining. May today mark the day where the glory of the Lord will come and start again. Jesus is the power of God. Jesus is our righteousness. Jesus is our, our redemption. Has redeeming power. And today, he came. Revelation 3.20. He's standing at the door and knocking. Brother Michael, come. He stands at the door and knocks. How many are going to open up? It doesn't matter that you were born again before. You probably have sacked and spat in front of Jesus many times. I had done that and I know what I'm talking about. I call myself a Christian, but I spat in the face of Christ many times. Sometimes in the church, then we're watching pornography. Yes. How do you think I was thinking when that nurse followed me? Was I thinking about Christ? It was the last minute that I thought about him. And today, Jesus wants to rule. Christ wants to come back. Christ in us wants to take his place. Wants to settle in your heart. Wants to give you back the spirit that should have put you in the garden. Ladies and gentlemen, God had no plan for sin. No plan. Actually, he made Adam and Eve. He said, you don't need to know about good and evil. I will take responsibility for everything that you do. And Satan said, no, God doesn't want you to know good from evil. As if it was a bad thing. We should have all been sitting here naked. Like animals. And nobody will be ashamed. But because of our sin, we're no good from evil. The animals don't mind. They're all naked. That's how human beings should have been. But when they sinned, Adam put on the clothes. And God had to make clothes for him. Because now he's seen the differences between evil and good. God wants to take away your sins. Wants to be responsible for everything that you do. It only comes when Jesus comes in. Where if you confess your faults, he's faithful and just to forgive you like the garden and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Just as if you did not sin. Why wouldn't you accept such an offer? I accepted it once and it's been a blessing. It's your time to accept it. He's knocking at the door. Rise to your feet. Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's standing at the door. He's standing, Brother Michael. He's standing at the door. He's knocking. He said, if you say yes, if you open the door, he will come in. He will sap it with you and you with him. It will be a beautiful relationship. Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Amen. Other religions, man is attempting to go to God. In Christianity, Christ is attempting to come to man. Amen. The man, he came himself to come and pay for the slave. We have been slaves to sin for so long. We have been slaves to the world for so long. It's a beautiful life. It's a glorious life to live for Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Why do you think when people want to marry, they come to the church? Because they know even the worst Christian is better than an unbeliever. Because at least from time to time, Jesus comes in. You can have him for good. You can have him forever. Jesus Christ in you is the hope, the only hope of glory. I'm not even talking only about heaven. Right here and then in heaven too. It's very sad to go to a funeral for somebody who was an unbeliever. How do you encourage them? How do you encourage them? You can't tell them he's going to a better place because you know it's not true. But Christ in us is the hope of glory. Look at your lives. Look at the best marriages. 
real Christians. Look at the best jobs. Look at the favor that the bosses give to real people who are trustworthy because of Christ. Can't you want that? Don't you want that? Don't you want that life? It starts with you accepting him for real into your life. He's standing there knocking. Brother Michael, please open your heart like open your heart. Today is time to open your heart. Today is time to open your heart. It's time to open the door for Christ to come in. You watch it. Lives will be transformed from today. Homes will be transformed for today. People who play church will pray Christ from today. In spite of the spitting we've spat inside his face, he's still wanting us. It's your choice. Do you want him in or you want him out? Close your eyes with me. If you are here today and you want to make a decision for Jesus to come in and give you hope of glory, Brother Michael, stand here. Everybody see this man. He was an unbeliever. He opened his heart. He's wearing red down, red under. The blood will wash you clean. If you want to give Christ a chance again, it doesn't matter how long you've been in church. It doesn't matter whether you have been invited or you came by yourself. It's your opportunity. If you want to make that decision, all you need to do is lift up your right hand wherever you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. God bless you. I see those hands. Lift up that right hand. I'll pray a short prayer with you. Jesus will come into your heart. Anybody here don't care about who is sitting on the right or the left. You want to open the door of your heart for Jesus. Just lift up your right hand and see that new life. Please lift up your right hand. Don't walk away from here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There are several people here. Lift up your right hand. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. This is a time for real decision making. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to put oil on you. Going to mark you. The devil will not touch you again. God will enter your heart. Lift up your right hand. If your right hand is lifted, I want you to come to the front right here. Come. Clap for them as they come. 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 You lifted your hand. Come. 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 Keep coming. Clap for them. Keep coming. Stand right here. Keep coming. Several of you keep coming. Stand right here. Clap for them. There are many of you. Jesus wants to change you. Come, 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 come to Jesus. Brother Michael, you lifted your hand. You can come, 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 come. Clap. Come, 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 come. Clap for them as they come. There are people here. Don't go home. Don't go home without that decision. Don't go home. Jesus wants to come. Don't be ashamed, please, with all eyes closed. All heads bowed. All eyes closed. If you want to join them, move up now. I'm going to touch you with the anointing oil. Watch it. Something. Bible says because of the anointing oil, the yoke shall be broken. This is Jesus calling you. This is Jesus. Don't stand there. Come, 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 come unto me. Come unto me. He just says, clap for them as they come. Come, 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 come. It doesn't matter how long you've been here. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. Come. Keep coming. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Clap. Jesus is here. His spirit is here. 
He is inviting you to a special place. You will never be the same again. The power of God, the redemption of God, the righteousness of God is coming to you. A new life of hope, of glory. Glorious Jesus. Come on, clap for them. More are coming. More, more, more. Oh, that's the power of God. That is the power of God. That's the anointing of God Almighty. Some of you, you don't even know the day that he will call you. Never die. Because that will be the end. Bible says, seek him while he may be found. Seek him. Father, I lift this anointing oil before you. Your word says, because of the ointment, the anointing, the yoke shall be broken from your children's shoulders and necks. And your word says, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And every tongue lifted up against them in judgment shall be condemned. And you said, this is their heritage of the children, of the servants of God. And your word said, their righteousness now comes from you. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is standing for his righteousness. Father, change this oil and make it a heavenly anointing oil. Everyone it touches, let them be transformed. Christ in them, the hope of glory. Now lift up your hand if you are in front here. Lift up your hands and say this prayer with me. Repeat this prayer before I touch you with the oil. Repeat this prayer. Say it from your heart. Say it. Bible says if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you. Cleanse you from every form of unrighteousness. He's coming. Your life is taking a new turn. Say this with me. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. Say, that is why I'm here. That is why I'm here. For you to change me. For you to change me. Come into my life. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Change me. Change me. Make me a new creature. Make me a new creature. Breathe inside of me. Breathe inside of me. The breath of Christ. The breath of Christ. Transform me. Transform me. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. A new spirit. A new spirit. Because I believe. Because I believe. In living with Christ, in living with Christ inside of me, inside of me, because He's my Savior, because He's my Savior, He's the Messiah. He's the Messiah. He died for me. He died for me. He was raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. All for my sake. All for my sake. Today I take my place. Today I take my place. Among Christ's children. Among Christ's children. I take on the power of Christ. I take on the power of God. I take on the redemption. I take on the redemption. I take on the righteousness. I take on the righteousness. A new man. A new man. A new woman. A new life. A life of glory. Full of hope. Hope of glory. Hope of glory. I receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You are marked by the blood from today. Marked by the blood. You'll never go back. Oh, yes. The Spirit of the Lord will bless you and your family. Will honor you from today. Brighter and brighter and magnificent your life will become. In the name of Jesus. Watch it. You and your family will see the blissfulness of the garden. In the name of Jesus. Mama, 
your heart is soft towards God and God said I hear you more angels are being deployed on your behalf ah you've suffered but God is saying I will stand with you I will sit with you I will be with you Hallelujah. you and your family yes. in the name of Jesus I hear the prodigal son the prodigal son the father loves you my dear God wants to love you I see an angel embracing you and the angel saying stay with me stick with me let this be your final move because Jesus has decided that he's going to stick with you for life your life will be glorious watch it happen in the name of Jesus the blessing of the Lord lift up your hands God is visiting you in a strong way God is honoring you I hear a mental leap a transformation that will affect every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus the blood is washing you clean Michael you're going to take care of them right the blood so why are you the blood is taking care of you in the name of Jesus the blood of Jesus will answer for every demonic oppression of the past you will see the blissfulness of a life lived for Christ say it the Spirit of God you are blessing in the name of Jesus Casey may the Lord lift you up and bless and heal you heal your mind heal your life heal your past and your future in the name of Jesus I see the blood of Jesus Christ answering for every attack that has come in spite of your best intentions things don't seem to work out but he will fight for you and you will hold your peace you will never go back again ah the spirit of God almighty fills you now to the overflow and you will live for Christ better than you've ever lived your best life now your best life yet in the name of Jesus because of the spirit of Christ filling you right now I hear that spirit of Christ the spirit of Christ is filling you is filling you oh yes may the Lord embrace Shona you have doubted yourselves too many times the Lord says he will strengthen you with might in the inner man strong again. Ah, you found a hope. Stay and you'll be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you. A daughter of Zion. A daughter of destiny. Because of the Spirit of Christ. Every attempt at anybody, boy or girl, at distraction for your life will never work again. Because you are marked by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. You've tried and failed, you've tried and failed. But say at the Spirit, I will help you. I will support you. I will strengthen you. I will empower you. Because I have paid the price. I have bought you back. It's your time, Malika. It's your time. Walk in the Spirit. And you will not fulfill the last of the flesh. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus.
Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.